Thank you for downloading this episode of our podcast. Hi, and welcome to the podcast for Solomon Staircase Masonic Lodge number 357, where we talk about all things related with Freemasonry, including Hermetic teachings, philosophy, reason, spirituality, and much more. We're located in Buena Park, Southern California. Tune in as we continue to update our podcast with informative talks and articles for Masons worldwide and those who would like to inquire within. Following is the master's article from the August 2019 Trestle Board. Greetings, ladies and brethren. Relief. The three principal tenets of Freemasonry are brotherly love, relief, and truth. These tenets are discussed at one point during the first degree and not much afterwards. Relief is the one tenet, however, I think we tend to gloss over far too often, but was the one that brought me to Masonry to begin with. As I write this, my heart is heavy with the loss of worshipful John H. Reynolds, who laid down his working tools on July 22, 2019. John had been a fixture at our lodge as long as I've been a member and for many years prior. I'd even be willing to say there isn't one man made a mason in our lodge since 1978 that didn't know John. Earlier this year, John's 97th birthday party was held at the lodge, and I was amazed not only at how many people came, but from how many areas of his life they encompassed. From the military, to his work, to masonry, and the various concordant bodies he was a member of, there were people there to celebrate with him. On August 17th, we will celebrate him again by remembering him and sharing stories about all the great things he did, the funny things he said, and of the many lives he touched. In doing this, we not only celebrate him and his life, but we help to bring some solace, comfort, and relief to his friends and family. We cannot bring him back, but we can honor him and send him off with our best wishes. As John approached his final days, he had a pretty steady stream of visitors, including several of us who happened to visit him on his last day, not knowing it would be such. As the master of the lodge, I greatly appreciate those who took the time to visit or call him once he got to a point where he could no longer come to lodge. There is another side to relief that I think many of us tend to forget. That is to bring relief to the caregivers. I think we all focus so much on the person who is ill that we forget how much of a burden it can be on those who would then have to step up and care for the ones in need. I've seen it several times recently where the caregiver steps into the shadows as the visitors come to spend time with the one who is sick or in need. Sometimes the caregiver needs relief as well, especially when it is a family member. This can be a phone call, a visit, a meal, or a kind word. Going forward, let's all make sure that we are not only remembering those who are suffering from sickness or in distress, but also those in their lives that are feeling that burden and fighting that battle as well. We will continue to ask if there are any need for relief at our state of meeting, and we will continue to get better at supporting those who do need our help. If you or anyone you know is in need of some relief, please let me or the wardens know so we can get this addressed immediately. May brotherly love, relief, and truth prevail. Sincerely and fraternally, Aaron Reddick, Master. Masons for Mitts. Yep, you're going to get tired of hearing about this eventually. Every baseball season, the Masons of California partner with Angels Baseball, Los Angeles Dodgers, San Diego Padres, and the San Francisco Giants Major League Baseball teams to bring the fun and team-building skills of baseball to more California kids. MLB foundations in each region are committed to serving the community and providing a positive outlet for children. 
our worshipful master Aaron Reddick, that would be me, is the co-captain again this year for the North Orange County region, which is the North County Bees. Masons for Mitts has donated over a million dollars to MLB Philanthropy Foundations and over 550 Mitts to neighborhood kids. So we'll put a link in there. Uh, for every $20 you donate, puts a mitt in a kid's hand who otherwise would have to return it at the end of the season. So see in the show notes for some links to donate. This next section is called Members Outside Our Lodge. Some brothers have inquired and moved on, yet they're still connected to Solomon Staircase Lodge number 357 in more ways than one. Sergio Perez visited Solomon Staircase Lodge in late 2018. He attended our state of meeting dinners and joined us in fellowship. And as much as Sergio wanted to apply to Solomon Staircase, he was presented with an opportunity to move to Eugene, Oregon for work. After much contemplation, he considered his options and moving to Oregon is what worked best for him and his young family. Sergio has kept in touch for the past year, and we were excited to receive a text message early Thursday morning on August 1st. Sergio wrote, As of last night, I can officially call you brother. This was so exciting to hear. We knew Sergio had submitted an application and was on his way to changing his life forever by becoming a Mason. We were so glad to hear his path had officially started. July 31st, Sergio was initiated into Eugene Masonic Lodge No. 11 in Eugene, Oregon. As most brethren are overcome with the messages within the first degree, he is trying to absorb all that was taught to him, and he is hungry to truly understand the lessons of the entered apprentice degree. Sergio sounds like he's surrounded by brethren who will do a great service and educate him along his path. We look forward to hearing more and keeping in touch with him. Sergio knows he has a second home in Southern California if he ever comes back to visit. May brotherly love prevail. Diego Ferregrino Lobo is a member of the Marie-Francois Sadi Carnot Lodge No. 339 in Mexico City, Mexico. Diego visited Solomon Staircase Lodge in 2017, and similar to Sergio, work opportunities took him to Mexico. Diego has kept in touch over the years, and he has visited Southern California several times. Although we have not been able to meet him during events at the lodge, Diego has communicated via email and text messages. He was able to join Thursday, August 1st for our state of meeting dinner. Diego shared how the process of initiation and passing of degrees is different in Mexico than in the States. The officers of his lodge decide when a candidate is prepared to progress to the next degree. If a candidate asks to move forward or to become a Master Mason, his progress is delayed. Similar to a Scottish Rite Mason asking to receive the 33rd degree, you can assume he will not receive it at any time, soon or at all. Diego is a fellow craft in his lodge. He explained how most lodges in Mexico wear white gloves for stated meetings and degrees. Their aprons are smaller than ours and show the square and compass oriented as the first degree. When a member becomes a master mason, they receive a new apron which shows the third degree square and compass symbol. As a first degree mason, Diego was required to submit a report to demonstrate his knowledge of Freemasonry and the first degree as he understood it. Diego provided 33 different submissions on his understanding of the square and compass. Diego explained how he understood the meaning and symbolic representation of the square and compass. We are honored to know these brothers and share our similarities and slight differences. Masonry is global, but no boundaries divide our minds and the esoteric teachings we learn. We are honored to refer to one another as brothers. As was noted many times in this issue, it is very much dedicated to a past master of ours who recently passed away, Worshipful John H. Reynolds. 
This article talks a little bit about his life and his time in masonry. John. Few men are created like John Reynolds. John was the lion within our den. The longevity of John's life and Masonic career is known by several Masons, but his complete bio and legacy may never be completely explained. Worshipful John H. Reynolds was born February 11, 1922, in Holdenville, Oklahoma. He grew up on a farm near Ada, Oklahoma, and later moved to Konawa, Oklahoma. His father died in 1936 when John was 14 years old. John, his sister, and three brothers were raised by his mother. He was attending high school in Konoa, Oklahoma, and while in the 11th grade, he joined the Oklahoma National Guard 45th Infantry Division. In 1940, President Roosevelt declared a national emergency, and John's high school attendance ended at that time. He served in the infantry in North Africa, Sicily, and Italy. He was wounded while in Italy and received the Purple Heart Medal. At the present time, John was the senior vice commander of the Long Beach Military Order of the Purple Heart, Chapter 210. While in the Army, John got married. The marriage ended in divorce in 1945, but not before producing his oldest son, Stephen. Stephen served in the National Guard in Oklahoma, where he raised his family, and when he died in 2007, he was buried in Oklahoma with a military funeral. John's second marriage was to Patricia L. Fry in 1950. They had a son, John Allen. He was born in 1950 in Odessa, Texas. The family moved to San Diego, California in 1952. Another son, David Lynn, was born in San Pedro in 1954. The family then moved to the Buena Park in 1956. In 1960, John broke his arm while working on a drilling rig. He was out of work for two years and decided to make good use of that time by returning to high school to complete his education. He graduated from Fullerton High School in 1962. His marriage to Patricia ended in 1972, but a year later, in 1973, he met Shirley Stein. They've been together ever since. Shirley brought to the family three daughters, Jackie, Sherry, and Joe, along with three grandchildren, Morgan, Amanda, and Laura. John has two grandchildren in Oklahoma, Mark and Stephanie Reynolds, and four great-grandchildren living in Norman, Oklahoma. John also has a nephew, Michael Reynolds, the son of his brother Dale, who lives in Seattle with his wife Penny. John worked in the oil fields of Texas and California. He worked in sheet metal in San Diego and was a steam fitter for 25 years in UA Local 250, Los Angeles. He worked on high-rise buildings and oil refineries and on nuclear power plants at San Onofre and Diablo Canyon near San Luis Obispo. John retired in 1987 and has been secretary for his Local 250 Retirees Club ever since. Worshipful John was raised in a solid atmosphere of Freemasonry. He had three brothers who were Masons. Each one became master of his respective lodge. His mother was active in the Order of Eastern Star, and her second husband, John's stepfather, Henry Plum, was also active in Masonry, Scottish Rite, York Rite, and the Shrine. John was destined to join the Order. He received all of his degrees at Buena Park Lodge No. 357, now Solomon Staircase Lodge No. 357. He was initiated on October 1966, passed to the degree of Fellowcraft on March 16, 1967, and raised to Master Mason on August 26, 1967. Worshipful John served the Lodge over many years, starting in 1970, and in successive years he served as Junior and Senior Steward, Chaplain, Junior and Senior Deacon, Junior and Senior Warden, in 1977, John became Worshipful Master. His three brothers were the installing team. 
Robert was the master of ceremonies, Homer E. was the installing officer, and Dale L. was chaplain. His mother and stepdad were in attendance and were very pleased with the ceremony. John also served as officer's coach for 20 years, from 1992 through 2012. Worshipful John's two younger sons, Johnny and David, were also active in masonry. They were both in Demolay. David served as chaplain and Johnny was master counselor. In 2005, Johnny received the Demolay Legion of Honor. John H. was chapter dad for four years. Johnny was raised to master mason in 1977, the year that John H. was master. Johnny would follow in his father's footsteps and would become worshipful master twice in 1994 and 2006. He is also recipient of the Hiram Award. But worshipful John's accomplishments are not limited to his Blue Lodge. He joined Long Beach Scottish Rite, graduating in the class of June 12, 1970. He became wise master of the Long Beach chapter of the Rose Croix and fourth degree master. He received the Knight Commander Court of Honor on October 16, 1989, and was coroneted Inspector General Honorary 33rd Degree on December 4, 1999 in San Diego. He attended the Scottish Rite 200th year anniversary in Charleston, South Carolina in October 2001, which was filled with pageantry and history. John joined Al Malika Shrine in Los Angeles in 1973 and crossed the hot sand in Las Vegas. He currently belongs to the Downey Shrine Club and Century 21 Shrine Club. On June 6, 2002, John received the Hiram Award, and a year later, on July 24, 2003, he received his 25-year pin. John received the Golden Veteran 50-year pin award on March 9, 2017. John will be deeply missed by the, all the members of the Lodge, their family, and their friends. Hey, let's get social. Greetings, ladies and brethren. Coming this October is the 170th Annual Communication at Grand Lodge, and with that, another round of Communications Awards. As many of you know, Solomon Staircase has won the Best Social and Media Award for three of the last four years, a feat that we may or may not continue this year. We were not the first lodge to have a Facebook page or an Instagram account, but we took them and ran while others walked. We followed up with a Twitter feed, a Pinterest page, and a LinkedIn page. Our lodge embraced social media as a true avenue for growth. We have definitely seen the impression it has made as we consistently have new prospects that find us through our social media platforms and they come around seeking more info. Last year, when we were informed that we had won the social media award for the third time and we had also won Best Trust Award, we put together a YouTube video to talk about our social media efforts, what we get out of them, and why we do what we do. A few more videos followed. Then we took the next obvious step and created a Solomon Staircase podcast where we share articles from our past trussle boards, interviews, articles, and other Masonic topics. I don't think any other lodge has a chance. But with that being said, I have noticed many other lodges upping their game in their trussle boards and social media presence. And as awesome as it would be to win these awards yet again, I think the bigger reward for us is the fact that this competition has caused Masonic Lodges throughout California to step up to the challenge and get into the 21st century. Good luck to all those out there who apply for the rewards. Regardless of who wins, Masonry in general has benefited from the friendly competition of who best can work and best agree. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a comment. 
We enjoy hearing from our listeners. If you really like what you heard, share this podcast with your friends and lodge members. Visit us online at solomonstaircase.org.